Welcome to the League Podcast. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. It's week 14, round one of the fantasy playoffs. Uh, this week on the podcast, we talk about the turning points in each team's season, and we take a quick preview of the round one matchups here in the league. Hope you enjoy. Before looking ahead to the fantasy playoffs, I just want to take a look back at the regular season and talk about each team's turning point. Uh, this can be either a turn for the positive or, as you'll see in some cases, a turn for the negative. First up, number one, the Oracle. The date, August 26, 2018. Chris drafted Patrick Mahomes in the seventh round and, and really had an all-time great draft. Mahomes ended up being the number one player in fantasy this year. Uh, that allowed him the roster flexibility to trade away players like Andrew Luck, Mark Ingram, Sammy Watkins, Sony Michelle, and T.Y. Hilton to get back Odell Beckham and A.J. Green. Now, the A.J. Green thing may cost him in the long run, but it built him a number one squad with the best record and the most points scored. Number two, NU's finest, also August 26, 2018, drafts Adam Thielen in the fourth round. Uh, in 2017, Adam Thielen was the number 24 player in fantasy. Came out of nowhere, had a great season, but was still only number 24. This year, the number six player in fantasy and the number one wide receiver. He had 98 receptions for 1,166 uh, yards and nine touchdowns, a total of 270.6 fantasy points. Number three, Hogan's Heroes. Also, August 26, 2018, the number one pick of the draft goes to Todd Gurley. Uh, very seldom does the number one player picked become the best pick, and for for Evan, it surely was. Uh, he passed over Le'Veon Bell, who didn't didn't play. Uh, David Johnson, who had a a bit of a, a down year compared to what David Johnson was in 2016 before the injury. And even passed up on Ezekiel Elliott, who had a good year, but nowhere near what Todd Gurley, Gurley was able to do. Uh, Gurley this year has had 1,650 all-purpose yards, 46 receptions, and 19 touchdowns. Unbelievable. Number four, Trollback Thursday. The date, October 21st, 2018. The, the day of the Sunday games uh, in week seven, uh, about a few, we'll say 30 minutes before the kickoff of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers and Tennessee Titans. Uh, he, he goes on to trade Christian McCaffrey for Melvin Gordon, who was announced as being out that game, uh, kind of a late, late scratch, and having a week eight bye. Christian McCaffrey had already played his bye, had already had his bye in week four. So prior to this game, through week six, Christian McCaffrey had one total touchdown, a receiving touchdown. Cameron Newton at this point had three rushing touchdowns, none for McCaffrey. Melvin Gordon to that point had nine total touchdowns. So to me, trade made total sense. Take a bit of a hit for a couple weeks, but then get a touchdown machine on the way back. So since week seven, Christian McCaffrey... 10 total touchdowns over the course of seven games. So that's seven weeks you have a great fantasy player scoring 10 touchdowns. Melvin Gordon has scored four touchdowns since then in three and a half games played. Uh, Trollback Thursday at that point went 7-0 and through week seven, and since then has gone 2-4. and Number five, executioners. The date, 
September 23, 2018, Week 4. After losing to Balsterdamas 138-102, trades Marcus Mariota, Jared Cook, Quincy Inunua, and Blaine Gabbert for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Gabriel. Uh, Pete trades his albatross, Marcus Mariota, and sells high on Cook and Inunua for one of the elite players in fantasy in Travis Kelsey. Uh, since the trade, Pete hasn't scored less than 136 points in any given week. Honorable mention to also trading DeAndre Hopkins, Case Keenum, and Derek Anderson for Ben Roethlisberger and Brandon Cooks. Unbelievable steal there. And also Latavius Murray and Trey, Trey Burton for Philip Lindsay, giving him great depth just when he needed it. Number six, Tebow's before hose. We'll call it October 21st to the 25th. What we're what we called earlier in the year, trade Mageddon. Trades Adrian Peterson, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Andrew Luck, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, CJ Bethard, Marlon Mack, Le'Veon Bell, Brandon Cooks, Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Anderson, Sony Michelle, and Kirk Cousins for Deshaun Watson, Deion Lewis, Chris Hogan, Case Keenum, Evan Ingram, DeAndre Hopkins, Kareem Hunt, Bilal Powell, Antonio Brown, Sammy Watkins, and O.J. Howard. So taking a look at the players he got back. He's got some good assets. Deshaun Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown. But he's got players like Deion Lewis, who is taking a backseat to Derrick Henry again. Chris Hogan, who's done nothing. Case Keenum, who has been a poor QB2. Evan Ingram's been hurt more than he hasn't been. And t- Kareem Hunt, Dunzo. Bilal Powell is on IR. Sammy Watkins has missed a bunch of games. And O.J. Howard is on IR. Think about the players he gave up. Adrian Peterson, A.J. Green, T.Y. Hilton, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Andrew Luck, Rob Gronkowski, Brandon Cooks, Ben Roethlisberger, Sony Michelle, Kirk Cousins. And what does he have now? Honorable mention uh, for Tebow's Before Hose, not trading Ryan Fitzpatrick when he was riding high, and also drafting Le'Veon Bell. Number seven, Balstradamus. October 16, 2018, right after week six, Marshawn Lynch goes in IR. Through week six, he was four and two. Since then, one and seven. Such a sharp turn. Number eight, Scott Bean Machines. I'll, I'll let you uh, scroll back about two and a half minutes to the Trollback Thursday entry uh, for Christian McCaffrey versus Melvin Gordon. Unbelievable good good fortune for Scott Scott B Machines on that one. So since we already talked about that, we'll go honorable mention. November 11th, 2018, Week 10, Aaron Jones finally becomes a thing. He scored 32.2 points and has averaged 23.25 points per week. Honorable mention number two at the trade line, Turned Rob Gronkowski into Juju Smith-Schuster. Great deal. Number nine, Ayatollah. Got a tie here. In week six and week eight, he lost two games against playoff teams, Balsternamas and the Oracle, by less than 10 points combined. If he won either of those matchups, he'd be in the playoffs right now. Number 10, Goon Squad. Day of the draft, August 26th. He drafts the following running back core. Dalvin Cook, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Crowell, Matt Breida, and Frank Gore. 
That RB core, along with the players he's traded for, acquired via free agency, uh, have averaged 22.6 points per game for him. That's two running backs. So 11.3 points per running back per game. Uh, That is dead last in the league this year. Number 11, just win baby. So it was September 23rd, 2018, week three. Jimmy Garoppolo tears his ACL and goes an IR. Since then, trying to find the right QB situation, he's traded away players like Odell Beckham, Brandon Cooks, Kareem Hunt, and Travis Kelsey. And unfortunately, none of the deals worked out for him. Number 12, Ball Sun Snow Lives. August 26, 2018, draft day. Hassani goes on to draft one of the weirdest teams of all time. Tom Brady was the second quarterback off the board in round one. He went on to be QB 14 on the season. Jay Ajayi went to IR early in the season. Chris Hogan was a bust. Kyle Rudolph, Brandon Marshall, Rashad Penny, all early season busts, leading to a 2-12 team for Hassani. And that is what we're calling turning points in the 2018 fantasy season. It's round one of the fantasy playoffs here in the 2018 fantasy season here in the league, and I want to do a matchup preview. Now, keep in mind this is being recorded on Tuesday of the week, uh, so waivers have not yet run, uh, so some rosters could change up a little bit, but overall I don't think much will change, and I'll call out where they might. Matchup number one, number one, the Oracle. Versus number eight, Scott Bean Machines. Chris versus Ryan. So, looking at the rosters playing each other this week, uh, Chris's team right now is projected for about 138 points. Uh, that is with a zero in his wide receiver three slot. Um, he's got AJ Green, who is going to be out. Uh, his only other wide receiver on his team is Christian Kirk, who is on IR this week. So, you will see some uh, a team a team make a little bit of a change here. So. I expect Chris to pick up a player like, uh, I'm going to go with probably Dante Pettis this week. Uh, Dante Pettis is currently projected for about 10 fantasy points. I think that might go up uh, depending on the status of Pierre Garçon or Marquise Goodwin. Uh, Last week he put up almost 30 points. Last week, the week prior, 18 points. So Pettis is on a roll. I I expect uh, Chris to go out of his way to try to get him. you could see some other other teams go out and try to make move to get him as well. Uh, executioners could be a team like that, uh, but not a lot of teams have any fab dollars left. Uh, alternative options would be Taylor Gabriel this week, Curtis Samuel, uh, players like that. So I, I do see his projection going up another 10 to 12 points, putting him right around the 150 mark. Uh, that puts this matchup pretty even. Uh, looking at the Oracles roster, you've got Jameis Winston against New Orleans. So pretty good matchup. Patrick Mahomes in a tough matchup against Baltimore. Julio Jones against Green Bay. Odell Beckham against Washington. Alvin Kamara against Tampa Bay. Josh Adams at Dallas, who's a tough defense lately. David Njoku at Carolina. Carolina can't stop any tight end, so that should be a good matchup for him. Kaimi Fairbairn at uh, versus Indianapolis. And the Chicago defense against a very tough matchup with the L.A. Rams. On Scott Bean Machines, you got Russell Wilson going on Monday night against Minnesota. Philip Rivers going against Cincinnati and what's left of their team. Doug Baldwin also against Minnesota. Juju Schuster at Oakland. K. 
uh, Cortland Sutton at San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey at Cleveland, uh, Aaron Jones against Atlanta, Curtis, uh, sorry, Jalen Samuels, uh, who will start at running back for the Steelers this week in the tight end slot thanks to a glitch at Oakland. My old kicker, who I'm very sad that I had to drop, Harrison Butker versus Baltimore, and the Denver defense against San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to predict a shocker here and go with Scott Bean Machines to, uh, takes this one. Uh, just too many good matchups for Scott Bean Machines players. Uh, a couple of tough matchups for the Oracle. Uh, so I'm, I'm predicting a an upset here, the eighth seed taking down the number one seed. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out with the with the rest of the fantasy playoffs that that does happen. Next matchup, we got number two, NU's finest against number seven, Balstradamus. Again, tight projections: one forty four point five for Balstradamus, one forty three point eight for NU's finest. So neck and neck. Looking at the rosters and their matchups, for Balstradamus, you got Cam Newton against Cleveland. Derek Carr against Pittsburgh, Calvin Ridley against Green Bay, Golden Tate against Dallas, Tyreek Hill against Baltimore, Tariq Cohen against the Rams, Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley against Wa- the Washington Redskins, Rob Gronkowski at the Dolphins, Matt Prater against Arizona, and Minnesota against Seattle. For NU's finest, you got Aaron Rodgers against Atlanta, Sam Darnold, uh, unless he goes out and gets Sanchez. Uh, against uh, the Buffalo Bills, Mike Thomas at Tampa Bay, Adam Thielen at Seattle on Monday night, Josh Gordon against Miami uh, in a tough Xavier Howard matchup, Joe Mixon against the Chargers, Kenyon Drake versus New England, George Kittle against Denver, Greg Zerline against the Chicago Bears, and the Detroit defense taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, just based on matchups and talent in this one, I'm going to give give the win to NU's finest, but I think this one will be close. Next up, number three, Hogan's Heroes against number six, Tebow's Before Hoes. So this is the only matchup that doesn't look close. You got Hogan's Heroes currently projected for about 155 points versus Tebow's Before Hoes, who's currently projected for just over 120. So uh, a 35-point difference in in the projections here for hogan's heroes you got drew Brees against tampa bay dak prescott versus philadelphia Devontae adams against atlanta julian edelman against miami josh reynolds against chicago nick chubb against carolina todd Gurley against chicago you got eric ebron against houston steven gutzkowski against miami and the carolina defense taking on the cleveland browns so couple of good matchups there, especially Drew Brees and Devontae Adams. Nick Chubb has a good matchup against Carolina. Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley. And Eric Ebron should feast against the, the Houston Texans. For Tebow's before hoes, he's got Deshaun Watson against Indian, Indianapolis. Case Keenum against San Francisco. Antonio Brown against Oakland in a good matchup. DeAndre Hopkins against the Colts in a good matchup. Uh, Chris Conley slash Sammy Watkins. Again, a tough Baltimore matchup. Deion Lewis against Jacksonville. Yikes. Jordan Howard against the LA Rams. Jonu Smith against Jacksonville. Brandon McManus against San Francisco. And the Houston defense against Indianapolis. Uh, 
I don't think there's any way that Hogan's Heroes doesn't win this one. Uh, but I hope it's hope it's a little closer than the projections would have you believe. And the last one, and the closest one, my team, troll number four, Trollback Thursday against the Red Hot number five Executioners. So bit of a uh, bit of an injury mix to this one. Uh, top running backs uh, being nicked up, uh, some uncertain statuses. Currently, uh, James Conner has been ruled out for the game this week for the Executioners. That that puts Philip Lindsay into the lineup, who is not a bad option at, for your second running back. Uh, for my team, Trollback Thursday, Melvin Gordon is uncertain to play. Uh, I do have Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. Uh, unfortunately, that, that call is a little tighter than it was a week ago. Uh, looking at the, the matchups for each team, Got Matt Ryan against Green Bay for my team, Trollback Thursday. Baker Mayfield against Carolina. Mike Evans versus New Orleans. Kenny Galladay against Arizona. DJ Moore against Cleveland. David Johnson against Detroit. Melvin Gordon or Austin Eckler or Justin Jackson against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Zach Ertz against Dallas. Mason Crosby against Atlanta. And the LA Chargers defense against Cincinnati. So got some good matchups in there. Um, Mike Evans did well earlier in the year against uh, Marshawn Lattimore and the Saints, but uh, he has improved lately. Uh, Carolina on the road, a uh, good matchup for Baker Mayfield. DJ Moore also has a good matchup in that one against the Cleveland uh, secondary that's dinged up. Uh, David Johnson against Detroit should be a good matchup. They have improved a little bit with Snacks Harrison up the middle, but uh, hopefully that ends up being a good matchup. Whoever runs for the Chargers against Cincinnati is going to have a field day. Uh, Dallas has been a tough matchup for for every position, uh, but Zach Ertz did play them earlier in the year, and that's when he went for uh, 14 catches for 145 yards and two touchdowns. I don't think he has quite that big a game, but um, I think Zach Ertz is matchup proof. Looking at executioners, this team is stacked and scary. You got Jared Goff facing one of his toughest matchups of the season against Chicago. Uh, ben Roethlisberger playing Oakland. Stefan Diggs against Seattle. Brandon Cooks against Chicago. Amari Cooper against what's left of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles secondary. Leonard Fournette against Tennessee, so that's a tough matchup. Philip Lindsay against San Francisco. Travis Kelsey versus Baltimore in his toughest matchup so far this season. Uh, Michael Badgley kicking it against the Cincinnati Bengals and the New England defense uh, against the Miami Dolphins. So the the one, really the matchups that look tough for executioners are Jared Goff and Brandon Cooks against the Bears. Uh, Leonard Fournette against Tennessee. Tennessee has been a tough matchup uh, for most teams this season. They've given up the fifth fewest uh, fantasy points to running backs this year. Um, and while the New England defense is projected for 10.5 points against Miami, it is in Miami, uh, a division game in December. Uh, the home team usually does a lot better than you'd expect them to, and these games end up being slightly lower scoring. Um, but you never know what's going to happen with a division game. So um, New England scored more than 10 points three times this season. Uh, actually, more than 10 twice. Exactly 10 twice. So uh, it is a good matchup on paper, but you never know how these games are going to end up. 
Uh, right now, the overall projections are 152 for Executioners and 150 for Trollback Thursday. I think Executioners takes this one, unfortunately. I would love to win this matchup. Uh, Pete has never lost in the first round of the playoffs, and his team is just too good. I don't, I don't expect to be able to stop them. My team is ice cold. His team is red hot. Um, so I think Executioners takes this one. So that puts us at NU's Finest taking on Executioners in round two. Hogan's and uh, Hogan, sorry, NU's Finest taking on Scott Bean Machines. Uh, and Hogan's Heroes taking on Executioners in round two, if my projections bear out. Uh, I think either of those matchups could go either way, so I'm not going not gonna to venture a guess on that one. We'll save that for next week's podcast. Um, so that has been a preview of this week's playoff matchups. That'll do it this week here on The League Podcast. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at the League FF. And for those of you still in the fantasy season, best of luck out there.